Stop 9. The Dining Room. If you were invited to an event at Mr. Eastman's home, you would not have entered the way we have. You would have arrived at the covered driveway, the port cochere, at the side of the house, entered that door, taken your hat and coat to an upstairs room, and made a grand entrance down the elegant stairway at the front of the house. Mr. Eastman and his hostess would have greeted you at the bottom of the staircase and presented each of the ladies in your party with an orchid corsage. After a weekly chamber music concert or a seasonal celebration, dinner was served in this sedate dining room. It, like the house, was designed by McKim, Mead, and White, interior designers for Theodore Roosevelt's White House renovations, and the dining room resembles the state dining room at the White House in Roosevelt's day. The table and chairs were made by the A.H. Davenport Company in Boston, who designed and constructed most of the furniture you will see in the house. The American oak paneling with antique gray finish makes a complementary background for the rich blues of the furnishings and the silver of the wall sconces and the chandelier. Table silver was kept in a vault in the closet in the far corner of the room. You can see into it from the doorway on the opposite side of the room. 85% of the furniture in the house today was Mr. Eastman's. They are pieces he chose and enjoyed. Photos have made it possible to place each piece where Mr. Eastman liked it to be. The china and crystal on the table was actually used for his entertaining and presently is on loan for Mr. Eastman's relatives. It was at this table that in 1924, Mr. Eastman signed away the bulk of his fortune to four institutes of learning, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, the University of Rochester, and the Tuskegee and Hampton Institutes. Giving so handsomely to the latter two made Mr. Eastman at that time the largest contributor to African-American education in the world. When all the papers were signed, Mr. Eastman said, gentlemen, now I feel better. Mr. Eastman liked to see his money put to effective use. In his lifetime, he gave more than $100 million to education and to establishing hospitals and dental health centers around the world. In Rochester, he touched and continues to touch the community through his gifts of city parks and a wonderful musical heritage. Mr. Eastman and his mother often ate here, sitting so they faced the gardens. Mrs. Eastman had fallen and broken her hip before the house was finished and died just two years after they made it their home. After her death, Mr. Eastman took his meals in the conservatory, the room you will see next.